0: Okay, we are in Sefer Yecheskel, Perek Lamid Gimel, Pasuk Chav Aleph, by Yehi Reishana. But first, if you will, uh, one or two loose ends that we want to deal with. Uh, yesterday, our star Talmud Steve Unger asked the question. Why is Yecheskel repetitively referred to as Ben Adam? Why not Yecheskel? And in fact, it's an excellent question because in the book of Yecheskel, the name Yecheskel is only mentioned twice once in Peregalov, and once later in a very inconsequential uh, method. Other than that, he's called Ben Adam. Why? And the Mephorsh and uh, the best answer of one is, is that Rashi gives. In Perak Aleph, where he's called Yecheskel, you will recall that is the Maser Merkava, one of the most mystical, inexplicable, prokim in all Sefer Torah, in all Tanakh. He sees things that no mortal has ever seen. He sees the Kisei Hakavah, the throne. Some of our interpreters, he sees even the, the image of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. It is mystery. It is elevating. And so that is precisely because it is such an out-of-body, out-of-world experience that no man has ever had. He is called Ben-Adam. As if to say, remember, despite the wondrous things you've seen, despite that no man has ever seen what you've seen, you are still Ben Odom. It's to bring him back to earth, as it were, and to constantly remind him there's a Navi. His job is to relate to the people, to relate as a man to other men. And so that is as good an explanation as you're going to get why the constant reference to Ben Odom. So now, we are at the point where we're going to see today the tragic moment when Yechezkel gets the news that Yerushalayim and the Beis Hamikdash have been destroyed. But we must just refer to something that will make one of the events in what we're going to learn a little bit more understandable. Um, We go back to Sefer Yeheskel Perig Gimel, at the very beginning of the uh, Sefer, and the Navi is told that there's going to be a time, and I quote Perig Gimel Bik, I am going to cleave your tongue to the roof of your mouth, then Elamta, you will become an Elaine, deaf. Mute Veloci Ishmochiach deliberately so that B'nai Israel will not have somebody giving them reprobation and navoa. Mary they are rebellious, they're nothing but rebellious. I am going to seal your mouth so that you don't give navoa. Do not give navoa to these people. Later in Perik Dalid. Passuk of going back, uh, the Navi is told that he is going to get in Passuk Chavav rather by Yomahu Yavo on a certain day a Polid. A refugee is going to come to you uh, to break the news of the destruction of Yerushalayim and the temple. Uh, By Yom HaHu, continues the Navi, Yipasach Picha. Now you are permitted to speak. In fact, you are mandated to speak. Now you Yipasach Picha the poet's arrival will open your tongue, you will no longer be an elame, a deaf mute, to the Tadabair you will speak, the lote a lame ode. And this will make them understand, because now they know everything you said is true. For This will be a sign of your um, greatness as a Navi, and of more importance of your total accuracy of what you've said yodu, Kiani Hashem, and from that they will know that I am the God. So yes. So Yoshiahu and Yemiyahu, they were both kind of um, uh, adverse to the political leaders, to the king, kings, and to the, the, the leaders of Israel. Right. How about Yechesco? He They don't seem to. He's not, he's not thrown in jail, he's not... Yeah, he murdered. certainly doesn't relate to them, but all he has is, at that time, is Sid who Yes, he would say he keeps his distance. He does not consult with them, he does not lead them. And it's very interesting, the next parrot we're going to deal with the failure of Jewish leadership the complete failure of the kings. So that might be connected to that. But yeah, he is not, you know, a palace courtier. He doesn't frequent. Was anyone listening to him, I guess, is the question though. Great point. We're going to come to it's a beautiful metaphor coming very shortly to you. Um, so starts Pasukov Aleph in the 12th year by the 10th month, which is Teres, the 5th of Tehres in the 12th year. Remember, uh, it's the 12th year of Yahu, uh, and it was the 11th year the temple was destroyed. Legolusenu, he counts it from our years of Gaulus. when uh, himself was exiled in that first wave of the elite, the intelligentsia. Ba ha the polit comes, apparently, five months after the destruction of Yerushalayim. And Mephoshim are puzzled by it. It should not take that long from the news of the ninth of of finally reaches them on the fifth of, of Teves, really in the next year. But that is what it says. Uh, the city is destroyed. The Yad Hashem and Kaddish Baruch who spoke to me the night before lifts Nebo HaPolid, the Yiftaches P, and now opens my mouth, fulfilling that prophecy that when the Polid comes, you will no longer be Elaine. You are now to speak. And now I'm telling you the night before the Pauline is to come, closing the circle of this Nebuah, And my mouth was open, free to prophesy, uh, given the vision of prophecy, and I was no longer deaf. And this is what the Kodesh says, Ben Adam, so now these people living in ruins, they're living in desolation, everything is destroyed. There is a difference of opinion when we're talking about it. it could be after this destruction, or it could be going back to the time of the, of the first uh, exile. Uh, but it, it could as well be after the Hurban. And we're going to see the state of delusion of these people. That made Israel live on their land, that Avraham, Avinu. he was just one man, and he got the land. We are many. Should not the land be given to us in permanence as our permanent Nacho? It is so strange. It is so delusional, and it inspires a machokes between Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai and Rabbi Akiva as to what can they possibly be thinking? So Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, they are thinking in their mind this calculation: Abraham Avinu got one mitzvah, the mitzvah of Bris of circumcision. We have 613 mitzvahs. Should not that quantitative advantage allow us to inherit the land? Rabbi Akiva said, Avraham had one God. We have many gods that we worship. Should not that give us a numerical supremacy? But it's insane. It's an insane accounting. Lachain emmer and therefore, yecheskel. Say to them as follows, You have eaten the blood. That means, in this case, a a relentless pursuit of the materials of life. You have sought to get them, even if it took bloodshed. You have seen the comforts you wanted. Your eyes have been lifted to the idols, to every deviation you have spilt human blood for Tirashu and you want to inherit the earth for this, moreover al you have stood by your sword, meaning you have slaughtered you have done terrible abominations of all kinds of and each man is just sought in his lust and carnality to Possess the wife of his neighbor and friend to defile. You want to inherit this land. And, and it is no accident that the Navi mentions those three things, those three cardinal sins of Shri Chazdomim. Um, Avoda Zorah and Gilia Royals That's the three that disqualify you You've done every possible sin conceivable to do And then you want to know How come we're not inheriting the land of Israel in permanence like Avraham did? That's the answer Moreover, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu Ko amar alehem, ko amar Hashem Chayani, says the Kaddish <speaking in Hebrew> I take an oath on my name if you will not for these sins fall by the sword that's if you're in the cities and if you're out in the fields i will give of the animals the birds to eat your flesh and if you're in for some reason fortresses or secure places Caves, but never, Yamusu, I will send the pestilence. You will die either way, anyway. I will make the land desolate. Umishama, power will be laid bare, you will be powerless and desolate. It will be so desolate, the land of Israel, that it will be uninhabitable. Unpassable. No one's going to go through it. No one's going to bother traversing the land. That's how complete will be the desolation. And out of this, the Yodu Ki Ani Hashem, they will know from this. This could not have been an accident. This could have been happenstance. I, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, says, have done it. Who have made the land desolate and the empty, I'll call to our, of our son, also, because of all the abominations you have done. Now, says Baruch Hu to the Navi, Adam, Amcha, your nation, your colleagues, your your co-citizens. Here, Hamnid Barim who speak to you in the within the walls in the doorways in the open forums they speak to you and each one says to his neighbor come now let's go hear the latest prophecy and that is the beginning of the answer to your question but Yavo Lecha, they come to you to like the nation gathers for a spectacle, for an event. The they sit before you on me. they hear what you're prophesying, but laya But they don't internalize a thing. They don't do a thing. hema osim They have no interest other than filling their mouths, other in pursuing the the lusts of their heart and this is such an interesting metaphor. lahem kashir. You're like a song, you're a performance. Yes, they will flock to the open marketplaces to hear us. Let's hear the latest he has to say. But to do it, they will not do a thing. They want to listen to it like they're going to, to a concert, a poetry reading. Um, If you will indulge me, there's a story told of the Italians who were at war, the general to rouse his men would take his sword and in a beautifully loud voice with flourishes would say avanti and hold it out for 30 seconds like forward and the soldiers stood around and one says qual belle voce, what a beautiful voice, in other words they're admiring the style. They're admiring the methodology, the skill. They could care nothing of internalizing what you're saying. No, it's not saying they didn't, they, they didn't listen. <laughs> right, That's the way they're listening, it's performance art. And they'll go to the forum to hear what's the latest you've got to say. But it's done with derision. It's done to make fun, it's done to insult. Say, so, hey, what's the latest this crazy has to say to us? Um, the Osim Osam. Ubovoa Haina Ba V'yod... oh so says the Khatashvarhu, the Heinlachem Kashir. You're a song, you fake call, a beautiful voice. you sing well. The Shamasmarecha, they're gonna listen. The Osim Ainam Osam. But they are not going to do a thing. They're not going to move. It's performance art. Ubovoa hine ba but when i come when i come to exact my punishment against them they're going to know that there was a navi amongst them that they just ignored they derided they listened to but paid no attention when the punishment comes they'll know there was a true navi that walked among them and now Tomorrow, in Mir Tashem, we are going to get to one of the interesting subjects that the Navi has not as yet focused his prophetic anger on. And that is the leadership of Bnei Yisrael. As we pointed out, it has been disastrous. Yisrael itself, the ten tribes, there isn't one good king among them, from Yeruvim ben Nevat down. Similarly with Yehuda, yes, there was David, there was Shlomo, there was Yoshiyahu, but beyond that, it was a weak man. And the leadership beyond the kings, the Kohanim, the teachers, the leadership have utterly failed in their responsibility and brought us to this moment, this moment being 8.45 a.m. tomorrow